1: I am the sun and the
0: air of the shine. Is that a keyboard doing that? Whee! No, it's a guitar. That's guitar, right? That's guitar. You gotta, uh, I
1: think it's second string around the ninth. I think, forget if it's nine or eleven, but you just have to like bend the string really hard to get that. And then you pull it back the other way and move up one fret and you get that that sliding sound. You need a ton of reverb on it in the
0: So you tried to recreate it, is what you're saying.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can play it. This is my favorite guitar riff of all time, like that. The tremolo the way the guitar starts, mm. my favorite guitar riff ever. I think it's the coolest,
0: coolest thing. Yeah, it almost does awesome. It almost doesn't sound like a guitar, you know, like that part there? That that well it, yeah. It, it's, yeah, but it is a guitar. But it's that yeah. that
1: you know that guitar that's going like bop up. Yes. Yeah. That that part there, Johnny Marr. It's like a, it's a Fender Reverb Deluxe amp, and he like he cranked the reverb all the way up on it, and he turned a tremolo pedal on, it. or that that amp has a tremolo setting on it, which creates that shaking sound.
0: What a shame you don't really play the guitar anymore. For somebody who knows so much about it, I can't imagine. You know, it seems like.
1: It hurts, man. I, I mean, I played the guitar. It I, I, it's just
0: like... It, so your like, fingers are soft now. You yeah, don't it have the calluses. doesn't take long to
2: get those calluses going. No,
0: I don't mean hurts physically. I mean, oh, like, it still hurts emotionally.
1: emotionally because oh. I, when I pick it up, I play, and I just get flooded with memories of being on stage in, in different cities and, like, mm. all the fun. It, like, it hurts me to go back there because I miss it so much. And you could you know? still
2: go on stage. You could still do little gigs here and there. That might be fun. Ah,
0: forget it. No way. No offense, uh, but he's no too, too old now. He's too old. Man. Honestly, I'm not
2: talking about those bands gigs. are at their
0: prime when they're twenty-one. He could be in a bar band now. Yeah. He could be in a bar band, and he could go play cover songs and get together yeah. with a crew of guys, and you and might have still fun. get that high.
2: You yeah. know? it's like hockey league for dads. Like you, they still get that high, and they hang out with the boys have and a few they, beers. Yeah, it still yeah. feels good. You it's, get that. Like I signed up for figure skating as an adult. I dropped out because I'm like, I feel like I spent too much time on this already. Like, I don't need to keep doing figure skating. Like, I'd rather learn something new. But there were a lot of women in that league that were just loving getting out on the ice again and just, you know, trying out stuff that they used to do back in the day.
1: No doubt. Like, I mean, I still love jamming. Like, and, you know, if I get together with my brother and we're screwing around, it's fun to play music with people. Like, it's it's an awesome yeah. feeling. It's just, um, there is a difference between doing it on... Different levels. Like, I play softball, men's softball, and mm-hmm. it's fun to shoot the shit with the guys, but like, it does not compare to playing, you know, triple A ball. Right. The real When I was thing. younger, like, the real thing. Like, you know, you're in a competitive mindset. And it's the same thing with this. Like, I, I used to play my own music and I used to have, cr- like, fans of people that were singing my own songs right. back to me versus, like, having some fun, shooting the shit, playing somebody else's song. Like, it's cool, but it's not the same feeling.
0: Yeah, so stop doing it completely and forget about that skill. Yeah. They just throw it away. Just, just be throw camp- it away. Yeah. Be, campfire it. Yeah. be
1: campfire guy. You're yeah. going to be campfire guy
2: who's like, oh my God, is he going to put the fucking guitar down now? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, Jesus. Oh, the louder we talk, the louder he plays. I guess he really <laughs> wants the to be heard. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. That's going to be you.
0: Yeah. In 10
2: more years. I'm not
0: saying I want to listen to you play the guitar. <laughs> I just say, like, why wouldn't you pick it up and Rip with people And do that kind of thing Like get over it already Go to therapy if you have to you know It's just you need it's such to a shame That you have this skill That you don't use anymore You
2: need to find a friend Who is in a band Who when the world opens up again After this pandemic Will be like You'll be at a show And they'll be like They'll bring you up Just for one song And you'll rip No Yeah That's what I was doing With my friend Who's a jazz musician And I'd I'd go to where his gigs were And he'd call me up I'd perform Yeah but that was I'd get to go sit back down Have a glass of wine I loved it That's
0: because you were never Trying to be a professional singer Yes And it was just That's all you ever did So it was fun But if you're used to being on stage For two hours You don't want to just go up for four minutes
2: yeah but then you get to be that mysterious guy and everyone's like who the fuck was that that was awesome and then you go up to the bar yeah. and everyone's hitting by on the you. way
0: what band do you ever see working at a bar it's like hey i'd like to bring up a special guest now uh we're gonna do a special edition of pearl jams alive here uh this one is gonna feature chris bundus on the guitar it happens
2: sometimes they pull somebody out you're like oh no. shit who's this guy he's picking up the guitar this is awesome
0: that happens if you're Pearl Jam at a concert And you're like I'd like to bring out Angus Young To do a special edition Of a song Yeah Like what did I see The other day Oh I was uh, The Foo Fighters Just performed at that Vax Live concert That aired over the weekend Yeah And they brought out Brian Johnson of ACDC dc and they did uh, God, I forget what song <laughs> it did But they did like Either it was like Shook Me All Night Long Or Back in Black They did a, a classic ACDC song Isn't the
2: odd time You have a band That pulls somebody Out of the crowd And they end up Wailing on an instrument Hasn't that happened before? <laughs> yeah, not for hack
0: bands That nobody's heard of though You gotta be <laughs> like A known band And bring up a known person Not like, hey I know none of you Have ever seen this band Us before <laughs> But now I'm gonna bring up Someone else you've never seen before To help join in <laughs> I
1: think Linkin Park actually did that one time they asked the crowd um is anybody know how to play this this song i think well, it that's different though
0: that Green Day does that all the time. Yeah, they used to do that. They bring up fans. Oh my god, um, so fun! I think the Foo Fighters have done it. Lots of rock bands have done that, where somebody will come up and uh, and play the guitar or something. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows
1: how loud it's actually turned up?
2: But. <laughs> yeah,
0: but just for the beginning. Well, yeah. And you know, uh, I think more often than not, the stories you hear is that the person's epic, and it's like a fifteen-year-old kid yeah. jammed yeah. alongside Billy or, uh, Joe, and you know, totally. crushed it with "When I Come Around." You rarely hear, like, somebody came up, and it turns out they were lying. They'd never touched a guitar. And sucks. But that would be funny, too. <laughs> yeah. I wish there was more stuff like that at concerts. Yeah. Where there's surprises and surprise guests. I'm trying to think if I've ever seen, like, an awesome surprise guest come up. I will say, when I went and saw Pearl Jam at... Um, Budweiser Stage or Molson Amphitheater, whatever it was called at the time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, the guy who was supposed to be opening up didn't get there. I think like a border issue. Mm-hmm. So Eddie Vedder just played as the opening act for some Pearl Jam. Yeah, he went out and he did some acoustic stuff and sang some songs.
1: That's almost better.
0: It, yeah, well, for sure it was better than seeing someone you'd never heard of you know, open up for Pearl Jam. But I'm like, I want to be... At the oh, I was at uh, Drake Rihanna when Drake came out. Mm -hmm. I saw that moment. That was kind of cool. And Drake did a few songs and then got off the stage. There was that. Uh, Have you guys seen anything epic? Like trying to think, like surprise guest appearances. No, I I don't think I have. Even the Taylor Swift show that I went to, where she was bringing someone up by surprise every show. I kind of felt like I got like screwed. It was, I think it was BB Rexa or something, oh. when I went. and I was like, "Oh, great." <laughs> Yeah,
1: you know what I did see? I saw Adam Gantier from Three Days Grace came out and did a song with Nickelback because they were on the same bill again. That was kind of cool. But that's about it. <laughs> that's you know? old school, ah, man. That's about Three it. Three Days yeah, Grace, yeah. nice.
0: I once saw the guy from Fifty Four Forty get up with the odds <laughs> and do yeah. a song. Was
2: uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> some forty one there too?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what about Hoobastank? Oh.
1: <laughs> I just want you to. No, no, no no reason reason to
0: yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> It's funny
2: that none of us know what that word is after a reason, the mm. reason to what? Well, who knows?
0: Who <laughs> knows. Ah. I mean it was good at the time. It's fine, right? I wonder how hard it is to make a living as, like, a Canadian band. Obviously, Nickelback went well beyond a Canadian band, but, like, a Three Days Grace. Mm. Do they... I mean, are they still living on that Three Days Grace money?
1: I think they probably are. Three Days Grace was uh, pretty successful. Yeah? Like they they were quite big in the States as well. They, okay,
0: so they'd have a bit of cash rolling around, for you think?
2: Three Days Grace, like... And, and when you're at that level, you can probably start getting into producing, I would assume, mm. and working with bands. What about
0: and- Sloan? Um, mm. you know, I, I remember driving in Florida and hearing a Sloan song and being like, oh, wow, there was a Sloan song on the radio. Sloan was pretty big. Yes. But you know, what kind of money are you making when you're in Sloan? Are you living in, um, like an epic house? That's all beauty, beautiful. Or are yes. they living like somebody who makes a couple hundred grand a year? Oh. In a semi-detached home.
1: That's a great question, Sloane. I would, I would guess Sloane would be something, something like uh, tragically hip in and around there. Oh no, really? Yeah. You
0: Probably. think?
1: Maybe well, even you think a little about
2: less. Uh, the Barronica ladies. Like they would, they lived like just off the Danforth. Yeah, didn't but they,
0: they, they uh, well, Stephen Page did live just off the Danforth. Like, these are people who wrote had... a song about it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is
0: my old apartment. Yeah, but didn't they also
2: just have like a house? Um, off the Danforth.
0: Uh, well, I know that Stephen Page lived there with his family. I think they're divorced now. I know that Gord Downey lived in a house around the corner from where I live now.
2: There you go. And
0: it, But it was a nice house with a nice property. Uh, mm-hmm. But it wasn't like epic.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He probably could have afforded more if he wanted, maybe, I would assume. He probably
1: has a place up in Bob
0: Cajun, I'm thinking.
1: Like, you're not making money in music unless you are at the top of the game, right? Like unless you're selling out stadiums and streaming insane numbers there's there's no way but well, that's they-
0: why i wonder what that life what what that life is like when you're in Sloan, are you? Do you have enough money now in the bank where you never have to play another show, or never are you have to hoping that you can just keep, you know, the the reunion tours go, or not the reunion tours, but the nostalgic tours going?
1: Well, if Sloan was smart with their money, they've been around since like the nineties, right? Early nineties. The record yeah. music was a little different back then. You were making probably more more money off of your actual album sales. Um, Back then, as in comparison to now, so I I would think they're doing fine, but I don't think they're living lavishly by any means. No, not at this point. I think someone like you know, like a Rush would be far. Oh, would have like far more money. Yeah,
0: Rush is a different level, though. That's That's what I mean. Global superstars selling out arenas in Brazil. Yeah, but know,
1: but they were. I wouldn't even call them mainstream rock. Like they were just. It was a different time. Um, Yeah. But they, they have cache, uh, cachet, rock and roll cachet. They'll they'll be on rock radio, but they were never a mainstream type band or anything like that. Um, yeah. I, I don't think Sloan is living lavish though. No. No, definitely not. I don't think many rock bands today are living
0: lavish. I would like at to all. go through their taxes for the last ten years.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Look at the T 4s It's interesting
2: though. <laughs> like it's definitely a tough even if you have success, oh. like having longevity is is, is really difficult. I mean, I was watching that Dr. Dre uh, documentary, and he, he's said He's saying, had a tough
0: go, eh? Financially. Holy
2: <laughs> shit. Well, now he's going through a divorce.
0: <laughs> yeah, the guy sold Beats by Dre for like... Billions. Billions of dollars. Yeah, but, He's rolling in cash, and has been since he got, you know, really started.
2: He said music was a young man's game. And then, like, as he was, you know, I think he was around 40 when he... Kind of got Eminem on the scene, and then he got that burst again of like. Was he forty then? He, well, he was like twenty when he was doing his music. Yeah, Early yeah,
0: 90s, um, NWA yeah. and stuff. I can't
2: remember how, but now, but just seeing like him talk about how he had Eminem and like Eminem would bring him on these massive tours and bring him out with him, and it, how he just got to be in the game again at that level, and how cool that was as being an older guy in the in the biz. But older guy, I don't. know, Maybe he was forty.
0: I'm just looking. Uh, I, so I, Slim Shady came out like in early 2000. In 2000, yeah. and, and he, uh, Dr. Dre was born in 65, 75, 85, 95. So he would have been like 35. Yeah, in and around so there.
2: It's considered like being 35 and not being old in the game. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but then you know when NWA got their start, he would have been probably 18 or 19, yeah. right? Yeah, in that range. Yes. 87. What did I say he was born? 65, 75, 80. So he was 22 when mm-hmm. N.W.A. started. But he was obviously spitting and doing things before N.W.A. was And then founded. got this rebirth yeah. with Eminem. Yeah. Pretty cool. Crazy.
1: Music, man. Wow.
0: <laughs> I would never I would never wish anybody to try and uh, get into music as an industry. It's, it's so hard.
1: It's the worst thing. I, I mean, like, yeah. if I had... If I had known better, I would have done anything else. Like I love music, and i and I don't I don't want to say I regret all the experiences that I have doing it. But like there is like the the chance of you making it successful in music is so slim.
0: yeah, yeah that and talents is. Talent's just one part of it. There's so many pieces of the puzzle that have to come together. I I would
1: say it's the least significant part. Like, you have to be somewhat good, you have to be able to write a song, but like, how well you are socializing, connecting, marketing, um, being at the right place at the right time, there's so many different factors. to to making it than it is like just having a good song if you're a hot kid who with like a decent set of pipes and you sing on YouTube today you can make it before a guy who can play a guitar up and down with his eyes blindfolded you know know what I mean like it's not necessarily the talent sometimes once in a while talent will like shine through Mm -hmm. but not always the case it's not always and even if you have the best rock song written if radio isn't playing rock if like you know um record labels aren't looking for that right now. Mm-hmm. You're not getting signed.
2: Yeah. I think if you're a talent, like Amy Winehouse comes to mind, like she was just singing for friends and singing, just like, she just loved to sing. And then this guy came up to her and said, like, I, uh, he was a manager and he, he wanted to take her under his wing. And she was like, what's in it for you? <laughs> you know, like what? I, I don't really care. Like what's in it for you. And, and he's like, well, I think you have a gift. And then he kind of got her going into that scene and then unfortunately, she fired him when he was like, You have a problem with uh, with the alcohol.
1: Oh, and yeah. He drugs. tried to intervene. Yeah, he
2: did. Yeah. He was a real friend. He really cared about her. Yeah. He did.
1: That's, and he, that's a lucky thing to find, man. Yeah. Most of the time, people are just trying to scam you in the music business. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many managers I fired, or different promoters, or agents that we got rid of because it was like, they're just trying to make a buck off you. They're not they you know they'll lie. They'll say they have more connections than they actually do or what to find someone mm-hmm. who's genuine who like truly believes that you have something unique and that they're going to go to bat for you and yes. go in every record label's office and demand that the A&Rs hear it, you know. Mm-hmm. That's it's not easy to find.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, in the end, everybody's just trying to make money, but you want to do it ethically, right? Yeah. You want to do it with like where you're mutually benefiting from the arrangement. Because mm-hmm. you think of like a huge A-list actor, they sign on with agents and the agents are going to make their 10% or the agency will, whatever mm-hmm. the agreed upon amount is. It's 15. Is it 15%? It's 15%, yeah. On average? Okay, yeah. So mm-hmm. somebody signs a $20 million movie deal, the agency's getting 15% of that. Mm-hmm. So like... you course they would like do anything to have these clients but you know the good agents will be able to uh you know i, I remember matthew mcconaughey had an agent mm-hmm. and when he, all he was getting offered were romantic comedies mm-hmm. it's all they wanted him to do and they were offering him sick money like they were coming back To do yeah. like All right Here's our second offer Right Ten million dollars To do this rom-com And he's like No I want to reinvent myself They're like Okay Fifteen million dollars Like they just <laughs> oh. kept Throwing money at him And could you imagine Like there's the agent And he's thinking Okay well If it's ten million I'm walking away With one point five Yeah 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 And yeah. all Matthew McConaughey Has to do Is three months work For this movie yes. What the hell You know But his agent Stuck by his side And said okay Well what do you want to do What are, What's the plan Yeah And they built a plan. Yeah and uh and then like Matthew McConaughey I remember him saying in an interview, he's like, I you know, I said to my agent, like, I understand if you're gonna be upset, you know, the agency's gonna lose money. He's like, I work for you. I don't work for the agency. Mm. And then they were able to rebuild his brand and he became a serious actor and Wow. Then now he can do it all. Rom com serious.
2: Yeah. And it
0: paid off. But uh yeah.
2: That's amazing. To have
0: people in your camp who are willing to forego millions of dollars (laughs) to stay by your side. I mean, that's a pretty special arrangement, right?
1: Well, if you truly believe in somebody, it pays dividends out in the end, like in Matthew McConaughey's case, right? Yeah. Yeah. He he bit the bullet at that moment uh, in the early 2000s or whatever it was when he was doing all those rom-coms. And now the guy can literally do anything and he's making big money
0: and so is his agent now too, right? That's right.
2: And he would have just been that rom-com guy and everyone...
0: But he could have faded away. He could have been rom-com guy
2: until he disappeared yeah uh
0: but no i mean like he could have turned down those rom-coms and then he could have got nothing after that yes and then the gamble wouldn't have been worth it yes because that happens to people too Mm -hmm. they're in movies or in movies and then all of a sudden it's like oh yeah what happened to him is he still alive Mm -hmm. Uh, that's
1: crazy how that happens sometimes eh how like a-listers just disappear mm -hmm. well we talked
0: about billy crystal the other day the guy who was in all these movies, he was like yeah. the toast of the town, he's hosting the Academy Awards, he's like everybody's, you know, best friend. Yeah. And then you never hear from the guy yeah. forever.
2: But he's still I, there. I actually saw, it's so funny, because we were talking about Billy Crystal, that he's coming, he's doing another movie, but yeah. I, I don't know if he's like a lead in it. Or... I
0: saw that, yeah. yeah. Like he's, he's kind of making, a, well, quote, a comeback, even though he never went anywhere, although he did from everybody's minds, you know. He was yeah. still alive through all that, but uh,
2: yeah, I think he's got a new movie coming out. Yeah, no, he's still around.
0: The Smiths, wow. What's the guy's name there? I'm forgetting. Uh, Morrissey. Morrissey, yeah. Yeah. He seems like the type of guy who. Uh, I have a tremendous amount of respect for him, but I don't think I would, like, want to hang out with him for a weekend. (laughs) I knew you
2: were going to say that.
1: (laughs) He's
0: just too much of an artist for me. I'd rather hang out with Johnny Marr, the guitar player. seems a little cooler. (laughs) I'd rather hang out with Chad Kruger of Nickelback. (laughs) Seems like a guy would be like, yeah, you want to go four-wheeling? Let's do it. Uh, yeah, right? You want to set off some fireworks? Uh, yeah. Let's do it. You want to watch TV? Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Morrissey's like, I don't watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> I am the sun in the air. All right. This podcast is not over. The Take Two portion. The Daily Take Two is coming up next.
2: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member
0: FDSE. Taker Amora, what popular movie would you want to change if you could change any movie? You just tweak the storyline. Mm-hmm. I was just reading; I had no idea a movie that's a hundred years old, Pretty in Pink. Mm-hmm. Um, Ducky was supposed to get the girl. The nerd was gonna get the was gonna get the pretty girl. <laughs> that makes
2: sense. The cool
0: guy was gonna left be left there looking like a ween. Mm-hmm. In fact. The guy, Andrew McCarthy, who played the good-looking guy in that, he only read the script while on the flight to go film the movie. Mm -hmm. He hated the fact that he was going to look like a ween who didn't get the girl to the point where he called his agent and said, Get me out of this movie. I don't want to be a part of it. No, Yeah. And they filmed two endings, one where the nerd gets the girl and one where the cool guy gets the girl and one with the cool guy gets the girl ended up being the movie that everybody wanted to see.
2: I'm not sure if they test movies in front of an audience every single time or only if they're concerned about the ending, but I know it happens a lot. I mean, it happened
0: with uh, RoboCop. Yeah, right? hmm They what, tested... What, what did they test? Did they, Were you on the end of it's, uh, it's how so, they changed it? Uh, yeah, like, I had the whole script,
2: and, like, I don't think the ending was particularly that different, but they wanted another big fight scene in the end.
0: Okay, so it wasn't it, like, RoboCop lives, RoboCop dies. No. <laughs> and you pick and choose which one you want to see. No,
2: you know who was going to live or die? Who? My character. Oh, in yeah. In the original script i was supposed to in the last fight sequence get hit by a stray bullet and die (laughs) and i was quite excited about that because i'm like oh my god death scene i got a death
0: scene yeah in this movie yeah how
2: cool is that And it's your
0: last scene anyway right like
2: i'm you know i'm not i'm kind of new to this i think they put like in movies they put like a patch on you that blows up And it's filled with, like, fake blood. I was kind of intrigued by the whole, like, how does it feel to get hit by this fake bullet and then I die? Yeah. I was working on death scenes, you know, at home. How's (gasps) this look? (laughs) You know, how am I going to go down? Am I I running? Do I get hit in the back?
0: Tell my family I love (laughs) them. I'm dedicated to getting the story. (laughs) <laughs> At all costs. Oh. <laughs> I play Whatever you do, <laughs> make sure this story makes it dare. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Um. something. But then the director told me that he did not want to kill me off because he was hoping that there would be a RoboCop 2. Uh. And then now I'm sitting around. I didn't get my death scene. Yeah. And I'm sitting around waiting for RoboCop
0: 2! Keep is waiting. A- Keep waiting. <laughs> boy- <laughs> Tucker and Mora. Asking the question, what movie storyline would you change if you could get in there and change maybe the ending? Maybe even something that happened in the middle of a popular movie. Mm.
2: You're going to mess with a classic, I'm gonna you? I'm
0: going to mess with a classic, Forrest Gump. <laughs>
1: Does it have to do with Jenny. Well, it does have to do with Jenny. Can I guess what I think you might say? Well, you can (laughs) guess. Okay, so... That, that scene when uh, Forrest comes back into Jenny's dorm room yeah. after breaking <laughs> yeah, up the makeout with Billy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah uh, I know. Jenny, Jenny <laughs> takes off her top and shows Forrest a little something.
0: Yeah, and then puts and, his hand on her yeah, and, and, chest. I
1: don't even remember this part yeah, of the movie. Yeah, it's yeah. funny that yeah. you guys remember all of this. <laughs> okay. And, and Forrest accidentally ends the, the situation a little too quickly. Yeah, he gets a little oh, too Desi? excited. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't just, even
0: remember first this sexual experience there with Jenny and okay. it's just literally he's touching her chest yeah
1: okay so my I my, my idea of what Tucker's version of Forrest Gump would be is that Forrest goes all the way with Jenny there right in a beautiful way no because
0: <laughs> that's not what I want to see happen okay. there what I'd like to see in Forrest Gump is Jenny not die? I mean, you got this guy Who's, you know, had this amazing life Even though the cards have been stacked against him In every scenario Mm -hmm. And he pulls through And what would be better Than having Jenny as your wife For the rest of your life (laughs) In that small town You know, every time he goes for a run with Jenny They go by that barber shop And all the guys in there like, Instead of like commenting how fast that weird kid can run They're like, check out that hot wife
2: yeah, well, you know, you know things can't be wrapped they, up in a perfect little that bowl. That movie,
0: honestly, would have been just as good had Jenny lived and they lived happily ever after. That's what I want to see in Forrest Gump. Okay. I don't know. Just throwing it out there.
1: Life never works out yeah, perfectly, Yeah, that's the though. thing.
2: Like, it's not It's not perfect. wasn't not. a true
0: story. It wasn't a true story. <laughs> they could have easily uh, had her.
2: You know what I would like to have seen?
0: In Forrest Gump?
2: No, in, in a different movie. Oh, okay. In The Notebook? I would have Nova. liked to have seen Rachel McAdams yeah. somehow carry on an open relationship. In the summers, <laughs> she's with Noah, Ryan Gosling, and then when the summer ends, she goes and stays with that guy Lon. Rich super guy. rich guy. Yeah. By the way, lovely
0: dude. Yeah.
2: What's know, wrong with law? I'll
0: tell you what's wrong with that. What you've just described <laughs> is what I would like to see in your life. <laughs> With your ex-husband, who what? by all accounts seems like an excellent guy. And also Matt, who's like this really what? nice guy, too. Why do you Open? want to see
2: that in my well, life? It's the same
0: scenario, isn't it? <laughs> Except reverse order. I love that you want that for me. <laughs> no, Thanks. I don't really want that. You're just
2: intrigued.
0: You're intrigued uh,
2: by the act. I'm
0: just thinking... If you want that, it would be no different than somebody wanting the scenario to play out with your ex husband and Matt. You know? <laughs> How weird would that be?
2: Well then she can have both. Lawn
0: open lawn? relationship. <laughs>
2: you got Lawn in the winter, Noah in the summer. It's perfect.
0: Lawn was a nice guy
2: lovely guy he just
0: wasn't super, Ryan Gosling super cool when she said hey I'm in love with this other yeah. guy did he freak out no. no did he like go park his buggy out in front of her house and like stalk her no did he key her car no
2: no, no. Did,
0: he
1: he just left didn't Ryan Gosling like hang off a Ferris wheel or something in order to like pressure Rachel McAdams and onto a date with into him? a yeah, date yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's, that's normal
0: no, it was, but he wasn't a normal guy. He was a dreamer, my friend. Yeah,
1: yeah. He was a dreamer. <laughs> you know what would have been great for that movie? What? Had Ryan Gosling let go, fell in that movie, ended, and we never had to watch the rest of
2: it. this <laughs> uh,
1: Garbage!
2: Garbage! Short movie,
0: short movie. Yeah, okay, dead. what movie storyline would you want to change? For real here, for real. Because I honestly would like to see Jenny live in that scenario. Don't know why she had to die. Tucker and Morant asking the question, if you could get in and change any storyline of any movie, what movie would you want to change? And how would you change it? 1-800-953-2464. Kevin wanted to weigh in on this one. Kevin, what movie and how would you change it? Well, critically acclaimed early 2000s film, uh, called bring it on. Uh, and, like I'm, critically
1: I'm, I'm, acclaimed okay hang on
0: Let, let's just refresh our memory of bring it on this is the cheerleading movie right
1: yeah it is overlooked by the
0: academy but a great great piece of cinematography okay uh, yeah yeah but i mean i've always been a, an east compton clovers fan big fan but it always hurt me that the the rancho carne toros worked so hard learned moves from all different kinds of genres of dance get to the national competition, and don't at least like tie them for first place.
2: I mean, come you, on. You wanted to
0: see everyone win.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Everyone should win. One for their <laughs> legit boots, because they've been robbed for years, and the others for their hard work and dedication. Yeah. Well,
2: yeah. doesn't everyone get a ribbon, a participation ribbon anyways? Probably
0: they do, yeah. You're right. <laughs> I mean, that'd be like saying you wanted the end of Friday Night Lights to be a tie. That never got broken. There was no overtime. Everybody wins state. Everybody wins state. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But that's that's where I'd go. Bring it on. Okay, Kevin, thank you very much for that. Appreciate it.
2: We got a text from Jenny. She says, perfect storm with Mark Wahlberg, George Clooney, She said, uh, and spoiler, um, they make it back instead of the boat sinking, she says.
0: Yeah. Lose a couple people, maybe, if you have to, like, add some drama and some tears. But Mm -hmm. that was really sad.
2: Uh, Actually, this reminds me of uh, Boogie Nights, Mark Wahlberg. How sad was that ending? Why couldn't he go on to be a fantastic adult film star and kick that cocaine habit to the curb.
0: Yeah. And then maybe get into legit movies, right? And all of a sudden he's winning a, you know, Academy Award.
2: Yeah. It all started going crazy when Julianne Moore got him doing lines of cocaine. You know, things got out of control. You have more texts on Uh, this? I got one from Clint. Okay. The first John Wick movie. He wishes that the guy's dog, John Wick was uh, Keanu Reeves, right? Yeah. He wishes that his dog didn't die but he still went on a
1: revenge spree hunting for his dog. I don't know if it would be as impactful though if the dog didn't die. That's what made it so like you you were so compassionate for John and all of his murder throughout the entire movie is cuz somebody killed his dog. That was why he was go- killing people. I, well, I was the, dog the dog was dog? the his wife passed away, she was sick, mm. and the dog was like a last gift to him as of like um you oh. know, don't be lonely, don't cry, don't like, you know, worry about oh, me. Here's my. a new friend kind of Here's thing. Here's But that yeah. that's like that was the last thing holding him back, that mm. dog to his You know, civil life with his wife. Right? He got out of the assassin,
0: and it wasn't like it was an accident that when they killed the dog, they they were doing it it to like mess with him. It wasn't like it just like a car went by, hit the dog, and then like Keanu Reeves goes crazy with the guns and stuff, and he has to shoot everybody.
1: Not to mention they stole his car too. They killed his dog and stole his car.
0: Like
1: that's a recipe for disaster, man.
0: (laughs) <laughs> good good movie series I gotta like see that. these yeah. I haven't
1: seen this
2: yet I, Apparently I don't need To see it now I know the whole plot line I like
0: I like, You know A good Keanu Reeves mo- Reeves movie Like Cause he just He is pretty ripped These days mm-hmm. Like for a lot of his movies Especially the beginning Of The Matrix He was just like A scrawny weenie guy Like me <laughs> And I love seeing People go in there And just be You know Kicking butt Oh my god Totally Kicking everyone down Totally
2: So Tom Cruise just returned his three Golden Globes. I mean, this guy doesn't have an Academy Mm. Award. These are...
0: It's the best he's got, probably, Yeah.
2: Why did he return them? Before we get to that, let's talk about what the three Golden Globes were for.
0: Okay, so... We got
2: the Jerry Maguire.
0: We do have Jerry Maguire. You gave us that one. Mm -hmm. What are the other two? How about... um, I really think Born on the Fourth of July, but it might be too old... Uh, Vanilla Sky. I'm gonna say Vanilla Sky is one of them. It was a weird, like you know, Mm -hmm. weirdish movie. movie. It was a good movie. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not gonna be anything for like dumb, like Jack Reacher or something like that. Are telling
1: me he's not gonna get a Golden Globe for his performances? Les Grossman in Tropic Thunder, that
0: (laughs) epic dance. You know, that's actually not a bad guess because they give out Golden Globes for like guest appearances sometimes. I yeah think, But maybe more in TV series What about his
2: uh, You know he worked with Stanley Kubrick One of the most legendary Directors no. of all I, time I, On I Eyes Wide Shut yeah. No
0: You
1: know I, I, I'm gonna say Interview with the Vampires in Whoa oh. Now that's a
2: classic
0: Okay <laughs> give us the goods Okay so It's not Top Gun Born obviously. on the
2: 4th of July Well done Yes Yes Clappity clap clap. I got okay, it. no claps. I okay. Claps, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, born yeah. on the fourth of July. There we go. Jerry Maguire, yeah. as we know. And Magnolia. Well deserved. But hey, he's handing those awards back. And here's why. There is backlash against the Hollywood Foreign Press Association for systematic racism, ethical lapses. And what uh, people are saying is a lack of serious reform within its ranks.
0: Essentially, the Golden Globes just got canceled in every way possible, right?
2: Canceled. Netflix, Amazon, Warner Media have cut ties with the Hollywood Foreign Press. And the Hollywood Foreign Press are the people who put on the Golden Globes. Okay? Uh, That's why you always see actors up there thanking the Hollywood Foreign Press. Currently, the Hollywood Foreign Press has zero black members. Zero.
0: Yeah, that's pretty low. Zero. Pretty sure. <laughs> that's sure pretty there's, You don't get much lower than zero.
2: Yeah, zero. So they're trying to get that number up to being 50%, at least in the next 18 months. And I think part of this push is happening because they've been saying that reform was coming and they haven't shown any steps towards that yet. So that's why people are like, okay, you know what? Golden Globes is done for the year.
0: It won't be televised? I mean, I don't even think No, it's been canceled. Show, so the whole thing...
2: The whole thing's been can, NBC canceled. NBC canceled the 20... Oh, they canceled the 2022 award ceremony.
0: Yeah, okay. that's. And I thought I saw something about that.
2: They usually pay the Hollywood Foreign Press, okay, to, to televise that event, $60 million. So that's a lot of money that the Hollywood Foreign Press is going to lose unless they make some changes.
0: That was the one Ricky Gervais would roast all the celebrities. Yes, that was a good one. And Tina Fey would host with uh, Amy Poehler. mm -hmm. Yeah, I I enjoyed the award show, but hopefully they'll get everything back in order.
2: Mark Ruffalo, Scarlett Johansson, these are all people who have publicly come out saying it's not good what's going on within that organization. So now Tom Cruise, too, handing back his Golden Globes. You
0: don't want to make Mark Ruffalo mad.
2: (laughs) no you don't he gets crazy he gets
0: crazy (laughs) bust right out of his clothes (laughs) turn green (laughs) he's the hulk by the way he's the hulk (laughs) yeah yeah.
2: i have a question for professor bundes okay yesterday i was driving and i saw this guy on a motorcycle and he had on a helmet that made me wonder why anyone would pick this helmet when you're riding like the chick magnet mobile. like What, I d- what kind I d- of
0: motorcycle are we talking about? Like the ones that look like they're super fast racing bikes or more like Harley <sighs> style, cool chopper. It's
2: more like a fast one.
0: Yeah, with I, all the I, plastic and stuff it, around it.
2: His helmet was so ridiculous, I had to pull out my phone. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. So I shot a little video of it. I'll, <laughs> I'll post it on my Instagram, at Maura Grierson, on my story. It was an Elmo head. Like, it looked like Elmo was driving the motorcycle. Like, it was a... F- the whole helmet was an Elmo head.
1: Yeah, 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 I gotcha. Why? And, like, the visor was his mouth?
2: Yeah, yeah the yeah, yeah. visor was I've his I've never mouth. seen that before. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, why did this guy pick this helmet? Like, he's so cool on this motor. My daughter in the backseat was dying. She's like, oh, Elmo's driving a motorcycle. That's why. No. That's, That's exactly why.
1: why. Yeah, to make kids happy. No, it's not just to make kids happy. It's to get anybody talking to you because when you're on a motorcycle you can pick up a lot of chicks and if you have something like an elmo helmet on as a conversation starter it's a great way to break
0: the ice i'm (laughs) I'm looking at it right now i just googled elmo motorcycle helmet (laughs) and so like yeah the the mouth is a a full piece of glass as the visor yeah yeah
2: (laughs) It literally looks like Elmo's on a motorcycle. I assume
0: it's like those helmets, uh, you or those covers you can get for bike helmets for kids where it's just like a, it slips over oh. on top of a helmet. Like, it, this guy doesn't have to have the Elmo, Elmo portion, a part of it. It's like an add-on. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So this
2: person, I thought he was at the helmet store and he's like, you know what? <laughs> Give me the Elmo.
0: I'll take the Elmo. And they're the like, Ella. you know, this may not be good in the rain because the fur will get wet. And it's like, like I don't care I'm taking Uh, the Elmo helmet that's literally what I thought it's it's definitely like a slip cover you know how you'd like to have a cover on your uh, couch so your husband doesn't put his rib hands all over the white fabric (laughs) this is sort of that kind of thing it slips over I'm like who
2: in their right mind, would get their motorcycle license and then in the end, choose that helmet. You know what? I and love that, this.
0: I love this. You love it? Because I'll tell you, I know Bundus <laughs> thinks this guy's just trying to get laid or girl. We don't really know, right? It
1: could be like his TikTok, right? He might have a TikTok or an Instagram mm. and he could do funny videos on the bike.
2: I should like have it. hashtagged it. Maybe he start, he's trying to get like... Elmo spottings going, you know, like, I spotted Elmo on the motorcycle. It's not
0: that uncommon now that I've Googled it. I've seen, that like, there's tons of images with people rocking different... There's not just Elmo. You can get Cookie Monster. You can get all kinds (laughs) of characters. And I just think about the joy they're bringing people... Uh, I would love I personally would love to see Elmo riding a motorcycle <laughs> that would bring a smile to my face your daughter loved it oh she was you losing you took it. a video of it yes. like what a great thing to just be distracted with although you know while driving maybe not the best thing to be distracted but you know what I mean right?
1: also might help when you see a guy on a crotch rocket pull a wheelie and like cut you off really fast and start weaving it out of traffic yeah. <laughs> if he's got an Elmo helmet <laughs> on, on you might be like ah oh, it's okay
2: it's just Elmo
0: yeah it becomes a show they're putting on like if you were at Disney Disney or something.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 You can see it. I just posted it at more Guruson on Instagram, but it made me laugh because I'm like, you go to the trouble to get your motorcycle license. <laughs>
0: yeah. You look at you're just trying to be cool. You're just right? trying to be cool and have fun. And
2: you reach for the Elmo helmet? Yeah. What? But yeah, now I realize I love, it's a sock. It's a sock.
0: That you thought that it was the whole
2: helmet. <laughs> I did. I totally did.
1: <sighs> it's Tucker and Mora in the morning.
2: Energy 95-3.